Welcome to A Moment with Modern Mentors, a podcast series by Digital Collective Co, where we soak up wisdom, anecdotes, and actionable tips from Australian startups, female founders, business leaders, industry pioneers, and C-suite executives, a sway of people who have achieved amazing things in their professional fields. My name is Mia McLeod, and I'm the founder of Digital Collective Co. We are a collective of digital experts who have come together during a time of adversity, all aligned in the mission of finding a better way of working while simultaneously improving the balance in our lives. Hi, it's Lizzie from Lean Bean Fitness here, and I'm very excited to be talking to the Digital Collective. Today, I'm speaking with the very gorgeous and super successful Lizzie Bland. Lizzie is the founder of Lean Bean Fitness, a female-only fitness system tailored to the female body specializing in bar, hit, pilates, box, stretch, TRX, and pre- and postnatal techniques. Lizzie launched Lean Bean in 2015 with a small studio in Bondi and has transformed from a one-woman business to a fitness, wellness, and most recently, a digital business where Lean Bean's been voted Time Out's number one online workout program and won Best Local Fitness Studio in 2019. The last five years have been transformative for Lean Bean with Lizzie's business taking her in many directions, including moving to a brand new renovated studio in the heart of Bondi, balancing business with a young baby, and most recently moving her business online in response to government and social restriction policy. During this time, Lizzie has also gained significant notoriety, attracting many magazine write-ups as well as celebrity clients like Sylvia Jeffries and Victoria Lee to her fitness program, which she promises and delivers lean bodies. So Lizzie, I'm really excited to talk to you today. Firstly, because I've been a Keen Bean, Lean Bean member for many years, and so I feel like I've been on the Lean Bean journey with you. And being a Bondi local and starting your business just up the road, I'm really looking forward to talking about how you've grown your business so impressively and in particular how you've had the vision to move your business so quickly and successfully online. Maybe it would be great to start by telling the audience a little bit about your career journey and what brought you to Australia and in particular what prompted you to launch the Lean Bean business. Yeah. Hi, Mia. Thank you for having me on. This is awesome. So came to Australia for a year with my partner and we came over on a transfer with his job and I'd I'd been previously teaching fitness and dance because I was a professional dancer in London. I was teaching in the UK and then when I came over here, I was teaching kind of uh, probably about five studios across Sydney. Um, I was quite lucky that I just got straight in at studios before I arrived, so I'd spoken to them. And then kind of gradually made friends and then the Friends would be going to my classes and then they would say, we think you should put something on that we can all go to on the weekend. So I, that's when I started the Lean Bean Boot Camp, which was basically a workout on the beach every week. It was free. And then gradually word of mouth, people wanted more, more and more sessions came about. And then, yeah, eventually it was like, we've got 10 sessions a week and there's two trainers. Let's open the studio. So, yeah. When was all that? When was that? Was that? Right, that was in 2015. So, and not all for free yeah. by then. You're getting paid for that. Oh yeah, sorry. Yes, eventually I was cutting back on the studio classes and just focusing on on Lean Bean. And within a few months, I was not teaching for any other studios, just just running Lean Bean. And so you were a dancer, professional dancer in the UK. What was what were you doing? I did shows. I did TV work, I did waitressing, 
that's pretty much what the main bulk of the dance <laughs> career is like. So yeah, I did I did a bit and I, I have to admit I wasn't in the industry for too long. I didn't love it by the end of my dance school experience. So I was kind of as soon as I got into the teaching and um, fitness side of things, I wanted to go with that. So you've kind of taken fitness and dance and kind of melded it into a, a program that's, you know, you've kind of branded it yourself, right? It's your program of fitness. What Tell us about your kind of program and how that has come about. Yeah, so, well, because I have a background in dance and then, sorry, you can hear my one-year-old having a, having a tantrum downstairs. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I have a background in dance and then as we were at dance school, we were always doing fitness sessions to up our fitness levels and then I actually loved the fitness sessions and I really looked forward to them and that's when I got into kind of more fitness training. Where I was teaching at some really cool studios in London and so when I came to Sydney, I was like, oh, there's nothing really like the studios in London and that's what I kind of wanted to recreate with Lean Beam and I asked basically my whole family I was like what what do you think I should call it I've made this boot camp on the beach and then my sister was just having a conversation with her boss and she was working at a top digital agency in London and he just said what about Lean Beam and because my initials were LB done yeah, it, it's, it's brilliant. And I love all your little kind of connections between LB and Lean Bean. And tell us some of those. How, like, where, where do you get inspired to do that from? I just have, I just like dad jokes and that's just about it. <laughs> yeah. I just like things that rhyme as well. Jonathan, my partner is always saying, you don't need to put bean in every email. <laughs> I like to. It rhymes with so many things. It's so great. It really does. Yeah. It makes it easy for me. Yeah. No, well, it's cute because you've taken on a, a kind of interesting personality and I think a very engaging kind of warm, you know, it's, it's obviously your brand, you know, you can feel that energy and personality coming through. I think one of the things I absolutely love about you and I think I've really noticed has been a constant in the, and certainly I think I've been coming to Lean Bean probably since 2016 or 17, some, somewhere around there is your team. You've got an amazing team and they're all stuck with you through, you know, the last four years since I've known you certainly. I'm sure they've been there before. But tell us about, you know, what the secret to having that amazing team of instructors is. You're obviously friends as well, but you're all, they all seem very empowered to, you know, do their work and do their classes. What goes on in the background to kind of make that team work so well? Yeah, the team are just the best and I'm so, so lucky. I basically just got really lucky to, to find them, I suppose, because I'd never been in an experience or in a situation where I've had to panic employ almost, so I've never had to rush and get someone. It's kind of happened over time, so I've gradually been able to bring people in. And it's often people that they were beans, so they would be coming to the classes and then I'd notice that their technique was like, a lot better than everyone else's and I was like oh what do you do and then I'd just get talking to people and lots of people had backgrounds in dancing or fitness and I was like okay do you want to come and do some training and then yeah and that's kind of what's happened with lots of the girls which is awesome so they really they knew Lean Bean they knew the brand they love it without me having to force them to love it because they work for us and then I recently partnered with Shireen which is, who is my 
business partner. Uh, she was also a teacher at Lean Bean. She went, she's got a background in marketing and yeah, she was there for a long time and then decided to have a career change, went into teaching and her being a business partner with me is just the best thing ever. I think she's just amazing and she's definitely been a big part of Lean Bean's success in the last 18 months. So how, what's your partnership look like? Has she come in as a kind of a shareholder? Yes, yeah. Oh, that's exciting. And so she's vested interest in building the business as well. Exactly. She really, really loves it. And she was there at the start. She was the first boot camps we did on the beach where we had like three clients. So she's always loved it. And she brings a lot to Lean Bean, the skills I don't have, like marketing and spreadsheets and processes and all of those kind of all the tricky bits I'm kind of fine being with people and uh, making up workouts and things but yeah <laughs> it's good to have someone that you've got a good combination with and so with the team and everyone kind of does their own schedules as well and their own classes do you have certain team members or instructors that specialize in different areas and which gives you that holistic program or how does it work because they follow your program entirely yeah that I think that's another thing about lean bean that we're really specific with we like all the instructors to have something different about them and bring a different aspect to the to the team some people want to focus more on the high intensity or the strength training some people prefer just doing the pilates and the pre and postnatal so it allows us to build a real schedule full of variety and, and there's a bit of everything for everyone it definitely wasn't about, I mean, even though we, we do hold teacher training sessions regularly, we, they're not necessarily stick to this. This is a this is what we're going to be doing. We've never done that. I definitely think you should have freedom when you're teaching because it's, yeah, it's what people like. People want variety and they want something a bit different from everyone. Yeah. And what's the kind of secret ingredient to the lean part of the lean band program? Because I certainly noticed personally, that I did lean bean very well, more religiously than I do now, leading up to my wedding in 2018. And I certainly noticed a big change to my body after having had my second daughter. So I can attest to the fact that lean bean works and it does lean you down. How did you come up with that program and, and what's the secret, if you can tell us? I really just think it's the variety. I think right because our bodies and minds get bored of kind of the same thing every time and. So I just think, yeah, having the variety of all the different classes so your body is always challenged and you're not getting bored, I think lots of the time anything you stick to is the best thing. So it allows you to keep coming back, go to a different class, you feel, yeah, different than you did to the last one and I think that, that really helps. And it's also all the classes are scalable so you can come to a class and if you're pregnant or injured or any any of these things mm. you can tone it right back and and there's always options given and then if you want to ramp it up if you're planning for a wedding <laughs> you can ramp it up yeah it's, it's it's so true I mean it really is adaptable within the class itself and I think that you, you can really accommodate a wide range of women I think tell us actually we just kind of skipped over this bit but tell us what the kind of the brand is you know tell us the kind of your brand essence if you like fun definitely fun and I think that's what I got a lot from teaching at London and studios in London or especially this one that I was teaching at called Frame it's the whole thing about it is fun and not taking itself too seriously and I 
really think that's really important. So that's definitely an aspect of Lean Bean that I wanted to come through. And also the community. Yeah. Being from the UK, I didn't have any friends when I came over here, obviously. So, yeah, it's it was a way of making friends. So we have lots of expat clients, which is cool because they feel like they've got a place where they can make friends. And I know that, I mean, yeah, I'm friends with them, but I know that there's so many people that have made friends in the classes. And I think, yeah, community is just never to be underrated. The community is incredible, actually. I mean, I always bumping into people from Lean Bean classes out and about in Bondi, and there is just joy in common with everyone that is in that class. And actually, I remember being in like the queue at Bondi Beach Public trying to find something for uh, my daughter from the uniform shop. And one of the mums in there, it was her first year taking her daughter to school and she was buying some uniform. And literally, obviously the thing we had in common was Lean Bean. But I was like, oh, have you been doing much Lean Bean lately? And she's like, oh, you know, it's, I just am obsessed with that. I love it so much. Like the, the response from people is so positive and it's consistently positive. You never get someone like, oh, I've got to go to Lean Bean. It's like, oh, my God, I'm so excited about going. Like that is really what you feel in the room every less. I hope so. I hope so. I'm sure there's times when people turn up and they're like, oh, I wish I stayed in bed. But then once they leave, they feel great. So... <laughs> Exactly. Well, I mean, this leads on really nicely to, I guess, you know, what was it, nine weeks ago that we, was it around nine weeks ago, I remember specifically being in a class on a Saturday morning or something and it was the last class or the last day of classes before you had to close the studio. But I think you had, I don't know if it was in the next 24 to 48 hours, but within what felt like moments, you had that online solution up and running. Tell us how you transitioned so quickly into online training and it's just taken off. Talk to us about all of that. Yeah, shutting the studio was really hard. I was kind of reluctant to do it, but knew it was for the best. And obviously it's very difficult financially to be shutting our business essentially we luckily so my business partner is married to someone who conveniently works at YouTube so he kind of has all the insights of what works on video what doesn't all the production side he definitely is the one that helped on all all of that which gave us probably a bit of a fast track so we were kind of right we need to film content straight away so we were in the studio the next day filming content filming workouts, getting everything together. Originally, we were filming as a team, so there would be all of the instructors in there filming. Yeah, yeah. And then that changed because it was like, only one person in a room. (laughs) Okay, so we were solo. And I think one of the reasons why we were so quick to launch was because we tried not to think about the fact that we were literally, we're filming on our phones and using our own headphones. So there was... There's no fanciness going on with it at the moment. Yeah. So we just got it out there. We knew that people just wanted to keep their routine and we were really keen on keeping the community going, which is why we run a virtual Lean Bean on Facebook because it's a good place to chat and and share and talk and, and kind of keep that going as well as being able to do your workouts. It's brilliant because you'd or you had launched some online sessions, hadn't you? Kind of slightly smaller vignettes of video content, but different. It was to complement the in studio workouts more, wasn't it? 
It was, yeah. So that's been online and that's more if you wanted to do like a, a six-week program or something online, it's a one-off payment. So you would just buy that, off you go. And then you've got a set of content that you can take with it, with you wherever you go if you're on traveling or whatever. Yeah, so there's a guide and everything. But that's kind of like one thing. And then the virtual is every day, something new, new workouts, new live workouts. So, yeah. What I love about the virtual lean being obviously you've got your Facebook, private Facebook group. So, you know, people come online, they sign up to the $20 a week membership. So obviously you put all this in-studio membership on pause. You've got them to sign up to the $20 a week instead. So it's essentially a half or a third of what they might have been paying originally to come in studio. But you're providing one new class per day. Is that it? So we one or two pre-recorded classes and then at the moment we've just got one live which is in the mornings, a live session and then we put the link up so people can catch up within three days of that class. So if people like a certain instructor and want to do the live, they can. And are you keeping the daily sessions up for more than 24 hours or how does that work? Oh, yeah. So in the Facebook group or in the Google Drive, lots of people are in the Google Drive as well, which is just another platform if you don't have Facebook because lots of people don't have Facebook these days. But in that, yeah, we have a catalogue of almost – 100 videos, almost 100 workouts. Wow. We'll be doing something fun for our 100th workout. We haven't planned it yet, but I will. (laughs) But, yeah, so we've got almost 100 that you could, so if you wanted to do a certain one, you can kind of scroll down and pick and choose. And it's been fantastic because, I mean, personally, from my perspective, I find it hard to find those half an hour, 45-minute windows and certainly coming to Lean Bay, if I would have to come really early to come and sometimes it would be booked up. If you've been late to put your name down, you'd miss out on the day. But this is kind of the perfect solution for people, especially probably parents who are struggling to find time in their day to do things for themselves. So now they can kind of come online when they do have that window of time and be able to do a workout every day if you want to at the time that suits them best or come back to a, you know, a workout that you really like and do that one over and over again. I think it's been amazing. How did you kind of know that this would be so, such a great, I guess, solution for so many people or have you not? Is it something you've just discovered? Yeah, I mean, all the other studios, that's what they were doing. Everyone's gone online and, and online fitness has just gone mad. But you were doing it first. You did it first. Uh, everyone's kind of catching up. I mean, we kind of, I wouldn't say we did it best though. Definitely were like improvements to be made. Like, so now we know that people are invested and they want to continue. We're like, okay, well, let's get a camera. Let's get a light. <laughs> let's, yeah, make it a better experience if we can. And yeah, I think just from the demand, I suppose we just, yeah, when people were saying they really enjoyed it and stuff, and then we were, it was giving us motivation to get creative with our workouts. And, you know, we used like Tupperware lids for sliders because <laughs> we know that lots of people don't have equipment. Cans of beans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So cans of beans, anything that you put in the house. So, yeah. And, I mean, Obviously, you can see in your Facebook group how many people are joined up to that. I mean, it feels from the outside that you would be someone who is thriving through this situation. Is that the case? Are you now better off than you were before? Well, in different ways. So, yeah, we've got just over 400 on the virtual program, which is obviously a lot more members than we could have had at the studio. Mm. 
which is so cool. And we've got lots of clients now in the UK, the US, different parts of Europe like that we would never have before. So that is so cool and we and we love that. I mean financially I wouldn't say we're better off, but it's been very flexible being able to kind of fill my workouts and whenever we want and stuff. But we are excited about getting back into the studio to be honest. And what date do you go back in? Have they let you know yet? No, it's gonna be the second wave. I don't think I presume we'll be doing ten person classes for the immediate future I'm not sure how I'm not sure yeah whenever it changes we'll change it and then all members will obviously keep their virtual lean bean membership so they can continue at home or in the studio yeah so I was going to say so what happened post COVID you obviously have opened up the lean bean fitness program to a lot more people than previously able to come into the studio as you said what does that mean for the business now does that make you kind of a potential for expanding certainly nationally and if not globally, a possibility? Is it something you're interested in doing or are you really kind of keen to keep that local community business? I mean, virtually, it's obviously opened up doors that we can now go global, which is awesome. And we do plan on just making, I think at first we kind of saw it as an alternative, virtually being as an alternative, but now we see it as this could be awesome and we can only grow it and make it better and it could be a great new business venture for us so we're definitely going to be continuing with it whether or not we open more studios and things in different areas is another thing that we'll probably look into but for the time being just having the Bondi studio getting that community up and running when we're all allowed to be in a room would be cool but equally I hope people will continue with their virtual virtual lean beans so they can even if they're not in the studio we can still talk to them and you know see that they're working it's great seeing people working out in zip on zoom in the morning to say quick hi and then get on with your day yeah so it's, it's cool yeah that's brilliant and when you've been producing those videos i've noticed that you've got supers coming over the top and you've got lean brain logos and things it's all it is getting quite you say it's quite simple but it is getting a bit more fancy how have you kind of upskilled in that area of video production or is that your YouTube contact? <laughs> yeah, that's my YouTube contact. I can't take any credit for all the logos and the, <laughs> the writing and the music and things going over the top. But he's been awesome. And Shireen is also very techie, my business partner. So she's been on it with all of that kind of thing. And she's very good. at. So I, I'm probably like the creative side, but she's very good at finding out what other people are doing, what works, what doesn't, what we can be doing to make it better. And she'll call everything off if it like, looks like shit. So, yeah, she's strict, but it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, looking, it's looking really good. So your energy and your entrepreneurial flair, I remember when you were renovating the new studio and you had got your family out who are architects or something. My sister's an architect, yeah, one of my sisters. Is, yeah. yeah. And then you had, you know, you had, you've obviously designed and put that new studio in place, which is gorgeous. Where do you get all this, you know, kind of motivation and entrepreneurialism and I guess flair and positivity from what? Where's this all come from? Is this a family trait or is it something that you established yourself? <laughs> I would say that when you see me in the studio, that's like my happy place. So I'm definitely the happiest when I'm in there. And I love being there and I, lo I love what I do. And I especially love going to workouts with everyone. And I love the teachers. Like 
that kind of comes naturally to me. So there's no fake smiling going on when I'm when I'm in the studio. I'm, I'm really happy. I would say, as any small business owner knows, like there's always like so many downs, but they kind of make the ups better. So, but they're behind closed doors, obviously. My family are very creative and very supportive. So if ever I need help, they kind of just step in. And, and yeah, so I'm really lucky in that sense. My dad's retired now, so he's got loads of time in his hands. He loves it. Is he still based in the UK or is he living out here now? Yeah, yeah, they're all in the UK. Yeah, so you're just on the Zoom calls with them and keeping them up to date with what's going on. Yeah, I say, oh, hi, how are you doing? I was just wondering. And they're like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I need some help. <laughs> yeah, I need to put a logo together. Like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> so this is not just a call for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they mostly want to see my son. They don't want to see my face anymore. It's funny how that happens, isn't it? <laughs> so if the business started around five years ago, do you still consider yourself a startup? I would say we are a startup in the sense that we're agile and constantly adapting and finding new ways to improve and change processes and things so I hope we always have that kind of that kind of flair going on I I don't want to ever get complacent and feel stuck with where Lean Bean is at I know it's definitely changed a lot over the last few years just on customer demand and feedback feedback's the best thing ever we always ask for it and always kind of hope to return what people want yeah I think just making everyone feel valued is is the kind of like experience of a startup but yeah five years I don't know if that counts I'm not sure yeah what do you think has kind of been the secret to the success of your startup because I mean, I guess I mean I do I do remember and I know that you know you just referenced to kind of the tough times are tough you know you've had a few adversities along the way I know you opened the studio and was it William Street and that Darling, yeah Darlinghurst yeah yeah and then the studio that we're in, in Bondi, had some noise issues and things. Although it seems you've taken it in a stride, you know, as with all small business or all business, there's certainly things that set you back along the way. How have you gotten through those setbacks and what do you think is the kind of key to pushing through and have you worried about running out of money or what's what are the things that have kind of put you under pressure? Yeah, God, noise complaints, they're a nightmare. <laughs> so, yeah, we've had a, had a few of those, which is one of the reasons why we had to leave the Darlinghurst studio, which was such a shame. We were there for six months and unfortunately haven't reopened anywhere just yet because we've kind of been, then had problems with the Bondi studio. We had to move because of noise complaints in Bondi. So yeah, I, I think the reason we've kind of kept going is just because we know that the clients are always like, okay, when, when are you doing this? When are you, you're not going to leave, are you? And then we're like, ah. So it's, it's like we just have to. It's like, well, we know that this is their place they want to work out, so we'll just have to work it out. That's definitely motivation to just get our shit together and just do it. Well, it seems as with every adversity, a better outcome is at the end of it. You know, the studio you've got now is just phenomenal and it is you know, it is night and day better than the last one. So in in a way, maybe the adversity kind of pushes you to a positive place. Is that how it feels? I mean, or does it feel like it's been hard work? What, what, no, what? definitely. I mean, at the time, if someone says, oh, one door closes, another door opens, and you're just like, no, it doesn't. This is so <laughs> annoying. Yeah, annoyingly, it does. So it does always teach you something and you always grow and, and get more resilient from it. So. Yeah, bad things 
happening are always good. So, I mean, have you got any particular things that you kind of feel are the kind of secrets to the success? Has it been technology? Has it been, I know a lot, a lot of credits to the community and obviously them really supporting you and wanting to, you know, come on the journey with you and to the community of, of workout, you know, lean bean fans. Do they help? Have they been helping you along the way? What, what's been the secret to your success, I guess? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the community and all the girls, all the clients, they, everyone is kind of like our friends. So they definitely help, as you said, but the, the team, like all the girls on the team and my partner, like Jonathan, he, like all the people, they're so helpful. Everyone steps in, my family. And at the beginning, obviously, when it was small, I could do everything myself, but now it's, now it's, I share the load and it's the best. So it's not just me having to work everything out and deal with everything. I can I can do what I do best. I can give other things to other people that they do best and that, that's definitely helped with the success of Lean Bean. I don't think I would have been able to do it all myself. Yeah, do you find is that is that something that you're good at? Are you did you think you're a good manager, a good CEO? Did you think that was something that you had in you or is it something you're learning on the job? Definitely learning on the job. <laughs> I'm a good delegator. Yeah. I don't know about manager, but I'm a good delegator. And you're good at trusting people to bring your vision alive or do you, you feel like people kind of get it naturally with, with your brand and your business? Yeah, I'm probably too trusting. I'm kind of very trusting that everyone is going to deliver and most of the time they do. But, yeah, I think I just know what I'm what I'm not good at and know if it's an area that I'm just – really struggling with I won't even try and attempt it which is good and bad in a way I mean obviously I try and and I do as much as I can but I don't want to be wasting all my time doing something that could take one of the other girls on the team 10 minutes to do and it's taking me hours because I'm just really slow on google sheets or something like that (laughs) I mean that's just an example but yeah I just try and stick to what I'm good at and learn on the job. I think that's really important. You know, just learn as you go rather than doing a crash course in accounting. <laughs> and are all the trainers full-time with you or is it more of a kind of they supplement something else working for Lean Bean as well? Yeah, they're, they're contractors, so they're not full-time. Yeah, but they seem to be very passionate about Lean Bean and it's certainly something that they – you know, they've all become videographers in the last, you know, couple of months as well. You know, they've all stepped up and totally adaptable. How do you kind of, how does that fit into the new kind of regime? Yeah, they have adapted so well and most of them are so natural on the camera that it's just like, unlike me, I'm like total cat in headlights. The first couple of videos I filmed were just a write-off. So, yeah, they've been amazing. They've just kind of been like, well, yeah, can't have people in studio, so we'll just film the uh, workouts ourselves and they've just been yeah been so great and it's obviously hard for them because that being self-employed they're at different different studios and things but yeah it's tough yeah it's been great I suppose though that you've just been able to like basically keep every single one of them employed I mean that's amazing isn't it you know while other lots of people are losing jobs and being stood down you've you've kept every single one of your trainers working and and actually I feel that you've actually one of your trainers was moving up the coast wasn't she and she wasn't going to be able to do instructors 
Yes, Cara. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so she's pregnant and she's moved up and, and really we really miss her. She's been with Lean Bean for years. And then we needed someone to be doing the prenatal workouts. And I was like, done. <laughs> Back she comes. She didn't have choice in it. I was just like, yeah, no, but she's great. She, Yeah, she's been doing some awesome pregnancy-friendly workouts for us. Yeah, that's brilliant. And what about platforms-wise and marketing? You know, I know you've got an app and you were using an aggregator to book all your training or your sessions and you moved off that to, was it to focus on the app or was it to use your own booking system? Yeah, so we were with MindBody, which I wouldn't say we got a massive amount from and we were just looking to make the booking system as seamless and easy for clients to book classes as possible so which is why we then switched over to a company called Glowfox which had a lot of different extras that my body didn't so yeah we thought that would be best when we were starting a new app is it a fitness specific technology yeah yeah so you can customize your schedule and the bookings quite easily can you yes so you can go on our app and everything's on there it's very easy to book classes and things so you don't have to go onto the website and then get taken to another website if you know what I mean yeah so I think we were just looking at ways how to improve the client experience and how do you find I mean you've kind of have done things like building an app how do you find the right people to do that as a small business and how do you afford to do it yeah I mean God knows how we afford to do it but <laughs> yeah I think it's just a natural progression really to have our own app is a lot easier to put everything on, to contact clients. To Yeah, it's easier for us to manage as well as easier for clients and members to be on and they can just go on, pick their – it's their, like, profile so they can see everything, update their payments, everything like that. So, yeah, it was a progression. We always wanted to get there. But, yeah, Glowfox was quite a new company. They're working with other – top studios so we were yeah we kind of thought they're the ones to go with amazing and I, I love your app it's really really easy to use and it just it feels very simple but it's also it does everything you want it to do because you've got the kind of community integration and it links to the website and so on but it obviously books your classes so you know you're a business owner an employer a mother a fiance I think I am, yeah. <laughs> not that there's going to be a wedding anytime soon. I mean, yeah, <laughs> 10 people at a wedding. I'm no, not no. Sure. How do you fit all of this commitment and life into your day? What's your, you know, your method to make, to make that madness work? I wouldn't say it all works all the time, but it's fun and it's always busy. But equally, just having my, my partner say to help whenever I need and kind of step in when I'm having a awful day he'll kind of yeah he'll step in and just really support me because there are down days and days where the baby is just being a nightmare because that's just how it is and being like it's a flexible job it's not an office job so we can just work here and there and everywhere and try and get to emails and everything when we can, basically, in the evenings. Do you find your days just disappear? I mean, are you are you constantly surprised by how, you know, a whole day can disappear or are you kind of always got things planned and you, you're quite routine? What's your style? 
Yeah, I try and have a routine. I try and give myself an hour in the morning from six till seven where I'm not parent and I just do my own thing, get ready, meditate, which is something I've, I will talk about. But that I've only been doing for two weeks and it's great. Even though I was always this person that was like, oh, I can't meditate, I'm too busy. Ah. <laughs> anyway, so I've been doing that. And I try and have that hour to just kind of schedule my day, plan what I'm going to do because I think, especially with a one-year-old, they're very when you can't leave the house, obviously being in lockdown, it's been very Groundhog Day style. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, God, how can I? Mix this up. <laughs> yeah, you can't walk. So it's just routine is definitely, and children love routine as well. So, yeah, it's definitely something I stick to. I've got a to-do list and I, I try and organise my to-do list. I like to be very organised with that. Tell us about your meditation. You have to tell us now. A couple of weeks ago, I was just like, oh, I'm so stressed. I don't know why I'm so stressed. Everything was just kind of piling up, like so many people in isolation have found. Yeah. And, I, and I always knew that you could do meditation on YouTube and things like that, but I feel like if I pay for something, I'll stick to it. I don't know why, but if I pay for it, I know that I have to use it, and I will. And so I downloaded the Calm app which was quite expensive. I mean, I know I just downloaded it as well. Actually, it's good for yeah. sleep, sleep stuff though, for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hooked. <laughs> and it kind of keeps you accountable. It keeps you on track. And I do these like week, I mean, I've only done two weeks, but I do this like week program. So every day something a bit different and it's 10 minutes. And I just, in that 10 minutes, even if my mind is going wild, I just keep reminding myself that you do have 10 minutes yeah of course I have 10 minutes yeah an hour to meditate but I don't do it so (laughs) at the moment I'm still on 10 minutes but I hope to build that up I know some people can do 20 minutes an hour yeah I'm not quite there the place in the in your house that you've got set up for it like how do you do it because I need to do this as well well I normally do it when the baby's asleep or there's like a quiet room and Jonathan's got the baby so at first I was lying down for the first week I was lying down like in bed because that was where I could relax but now I've upgraded and I'm now sitting up I'm managing to relax sitting up wow okay so I can sit in any chair sofa and just yeah and just put your earphones in and just zone out yeah oh okay you've inspired me I kind of, I'm not like doing anything really yeah I'm just what they're telling me yeah, yeah, yeah which I need I wouldn't be able to do it by myself I need the guide absolutely yeah no I, I've tried meditation a few times over the years and yeah I've I bought the calm app to get Poppy my three and a half year old to sleep oh yeah there are kid ones keep, yeah. keep her sleep in the middle of the day happening I saw a Matthew McConaughey sleep one for adults which I was interested in listening to but I haven't used the meditation ones yet but I'm going to now <laughs> you so should you so should you won't regret it so I guess we wanted to transition now into a little bit about knowing a bit more of you and obviously we've learned a bit about you through these questions obviously but just more about you know you as a person rather than a, a business owner per se. So well, I guess we'll kick it off with a question is there a book that has changed your life? I'm more of a thriller fiction reader so if, if I said that any thriller had changed my life it'd be a bit worrying but I love 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 podcasts I just I have podcasts on all the time and lots of lots of you will have heard of it Elizabeth Day How to Fail no yes so kind of self-help and motivational podcast yeah it's just yeah because I read 
Richard Branson's book a few years ago and, and I thought, oh, that's really cool that he like failed loads of times. And then when this podcast came out, it was awesome to see and hear from people that I find really inspirational. Well, the failing part is... It is, the why, why you enjoy that, but it's just, <laughs> it just makes you feel normal and, yeah, makes them feel normal. Well, I think the failure is often the reason that you get to the next step. Like we were saying before, the adversity of some of the challenges you come up against, you know, especially with a startup business. But personally as well, you know, you certainly learn the most from the hardest parts in your life. Yeah, I think that's definitely helped me. Maybe not changed my life, but helped me. Yeah. And of your habits in your daily life and your routine, which which do you kind of credit for improving your life the most, if any? I'm obviously going to say this, but exercise, I have to. I would say it's my meditation before I even knew, like, before I was even doing meditation. It's just like most people just zone out. I'm never, never really doing exercise for kind of aesthetics or how many calories I've burnt and all these things. I'd never think of that. I just know that afterwards I'll feel great and just burning up some energy doing some exercise. And that could be a walk. That could be an exercise class. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter what kind of exercise it is. Try and do that every day. Yeah, and is that has that kind of impacted, you know, your work as well? Do you think that, you know, if you, you notice the difference, if you've been able to put some time aside for yourself or do some exercise for yourself, you kind of have a better day than if you haven't managed to squeeze some time in for yourself? 100%. Yeah. Don't give yourself that time. You can just tell why you've been so uptight and you've been all cranky. It's just a weird underlying stress that you don't really, you can't really put your finger on it because nothing's really happened, but you just haven't, giving yourself time to yourself to just do your thing go for whatever whatever you're doing I think it's just so important do you come across people this is kind of off a little bit but I'm interested to know do you come across people that don't incorporate any exercise into their life and kind of do you feel that you want to enlighten them on that nugget of information because that that I think that is so true of a lot of people they I I've had lots of conversations over my life with people that say oh I'm now doing this exercise and you know, I feel so good now. You know, is that something that you've come across in your career and life a lot? I don't often come across people that don't exercise. Maybe that's just because I live in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. <laughs> but there's definitely been people that kind of say, oh, I need to exercise, I need to exercise, I need to exercise. I think they put too much of a focus around what the exercise is. And I think they just think if I do an exercise class, that's exercise. But Really just, you know, cleaning the house or going for a walk or, I don't know, doing the washing up. Like, that's still exercise. So I think... The movement. Yeah, I think people that maybe don't exercise, they put too much emphasis on what that is. And, yeah, I think just moving is the most important thing. Yeah. And they will feel better for it. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to come across anyone that is going for a walk. And I think this is what has been so amazing about the isolation is that, you know, people have been, you just see people out walking and out moving in a way that probably... Everyone's just trying to keep sane. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's providing their mental stability, but also a really nice routine. Hopefully a lot of people have kind of enjoyed the change. Is there a particular mantra or philosophy that you try to live by in your life? No, but I don't know if you remember, but in our first studio, we had a quote by Ricky Gervais, which I I love. And it's, 
I can't remember word for word, but it's the best advice I've ever been given is that no one else knows what they're doing either. <laughs> and I just think it just relates to so many things because it could relate to an exercise class where you feel like you don't know what you're doing, but then it also relates to like everything in life. Yeah, yeah. For life. Now, I really do love your Spotify playlist. I've told you a few times when I've come into the studio, I'm like, what's this playlist? <laughs> you, you've always got a playlist on the go. I've been listening to one of the ISO playlists and it's just so good. I literally have played it over and over. How do you get inspired musically? You've got great deep house tracks on a lot of your playlists. Where, where are you getting your inspiration for creating those playlists from? I actually did a DJing course. I knew it. A couple of years ago. <laughs> but I got it for my birthday from Jonathan because I was like, I would love to be a DJ. And I did a couple of sessions at the studio and where I was DJing and then I did a couple of things for friends, like very chill. And I did it a few times and then stopped. But I just love music that makes you want to work out or like ups your workout. That's why when we've had noise complaints, I'm like, well, I'm never turning the music down because that's so important. <laughs> so I think music is just so important. Yeah, we're lucky we soundproof this current studio. <laughs> but I think it just changes your energy levels. So, yeah, I love it. And I just I put anything on. I love, yeah, like house, electronic. I like everything really, actually. And where do you get your tracks from? Are you listening to Pete Tong on Friday night's BBC or? Annie Mac. I do like Annie, Annie Mac. Mac. Yeah. Okay. Triple J always have good new things coming up. And I, and I go on Spotify and Spotify always recommends artists that you may like that are similar to ones you've been playing. Yeah. So Lizzie Bland123, which is an account I made on Spotify a long time ago, is now the Lean Bean one because I haven't been able to change the name for some reason. But anyway, yeah. How many playlists have you got on there now? I feel like there's probably like 50 maybe. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Check them out. <laughs> I'm going to throw in an extra question because I just want to know this and then it will be our final question. But what does success mean to you? What's your idea of success and has it changed? I would say me being happy is definitely, definitely changes the way everything else functions so me being happy and also making other people happy and it's so cliche and hopefully helping them is successful in my eyes to hear that other people are, are helped and changed in some way by by what we're providing is yeah that seems like success to me yeah well you're very successful <laughs> yeah I just think if your your home life is happy I think everything else can kind of work from that Absolutely. For the final question, if you had something to say at this moment in time, obviously it's a strange moment in time, but if you had something to say at this moment in time to people, the world, whoever's out there listening, is there a message that you feel that is relevant to you? Is there something poignant in your mind that's kind of come up through the last kind of eight weeks or so through COVID? What would you like to say? and stress less and you'll probably be less stressed if you go for a walk so just go for a walk it's <laughs> probably what i'd say off the, off the top of my head um, <laughs> go for a walk do some movement do the washing up i love washing up and i listen to podcasts washing up and it's just just yeah have some alone time yeah yeah Nice. Bit of a random one. Thank you so much. It's been so good to listen to you. I really appreciate you taking the time out to talk to Digital Collective. Oh, that was lovely talking to you. It didn't feel like an interview. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay, lots of love. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of A Moment with Modern Mentors. 
Tune in next week for episode four.